0: welcome to the diary of a fabric designer i'm your host jen flores and i'm super excited today to be interviewing jennifer johnson of jennifer johnson designs say hi jen hello hello So, we're going to have a bit of a chat today about how Jen's found herself, where she's at at the moment. We're both doing immersion at the same time. So, it'll be super interesting to hear all about her. So, why don't we start off with tell us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? What do you do? All right.
1: Well, I'm Jennifer Johnston. And uh, right now, I'm actually in New Hampshire. So, we either live in New Hampshire or Florida, depending on uh, our current job situation. So, right now, it's nice and snowy. We've, we've had a couple of snowball fights and doing some snowboarding, so that's been fun. Um, and then as for what I do, um, I am a, a beginner surface pattern designer, but um, my full time day job, I am a construction carpenter. So <laughs> me and my husband flip oh, homes and um, mostly kitchen and bathroom remodels. But yeah, I I do I do a uh, kind of an odd job. I'm always like installing flooring or cutting trim or laying tile backsplashes so yeah
0: it's quite interesting That is really, I was not expecting you to say that. (laughs) I'm very, very surprised. And that's super cool. I actually happen to be very lucky that I have spent a bit of time in New England myself. So an ex-partner of mine used to live in Boston and his parents lived in Maine. And a very close friend of mine lives in Vermont. So I've been around that area quite a bit. And I actually, my favorite spice store in the whole world is in New Hampshire. Which I know is the oh. most ridiculous, <laughs> right? It's so, so cool. weird. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a beautiful part of the world. And living in Australia, we don't get a lot of snow, even though I live in the coldest part of Australia. Um, I guess. Where I live is sort of the New Hampshire of Australia, but but (laughs) on the south. So it's a bit flipped for us. You know, the south for us is cold and the north is really, really hot. So what most people think of Australia being sunny and hot like Florida is actually Queensland. And I live in Victoria, which is way down south. And the only thing closer to the Arctic Circle than us is Tasmania, which is a little further south. And it's that little island off the tip of Australia. So, yeah, it's so cool, right? It is cool. So we're gonna start with a few kind of quirky more, more quirky questions rather than diving straight into surface pattern design. So press start, what is your favorite household item?
1: <laughs> Ooh. This would probably have to be my computer. <laughs> I <laughs> I love my computer. I have this, this nice little desk set up and it's all I have a pretty much white setup, so it's really pretty. And um, I use it for surface pattern designing and uh, a little bit of work here and there. But then I also just like to do video games. So I, I just use it to play video games after work with my hubby or with our siblings. It's a really good long distance um, breaker for like if if I want to game with my, you know, brother or something. So uh, I love my computer. <laughs>
0: Oh, such a good tool! I think that's such a good, que- such a good answer to that question because I think during the pandemic, I'm not sure if you heard, but over here in Australia, Melbourne was actually locked down for almost two years. Yeah. So yeah, it was full on. Like we were not allowed to go more than about five kilometers, and most of the time we weren't really allowed to leave our houses unless we were exercising or buying essential goods. So, and it wasn't two years straight; like it was broken up into sort of six months and then we had a couple of months off and then another six months in lockdown and it was intense but that's pretty much how I kept in touch with all of my friends as well and I think I actually saw my friends and family more over (laughs) Zoom than I do in person so i love i'm a bit of a nerdy gamer as well i love playing video games and stuff what's your favorite tell me oh that is so
1: fun to hear (laughs) um i love horizon right now horizon dawn my all-time favorite and then i love skyrim um seven days to die uh yeah those are but horizon's my
0: all-time favorite right now (laughs) have you played that one I've played Skyrim. Okay, cool. <laughs> <I, you. laughs> I've been really loving Stray. You know the cat game? I've seen it. Have this. you seen yes. it? It's, it's so, so cute. cute. Yeah. Right. And oh. I don't know if you noticed. I we have a video recording for those listening. My cat was actually sitting here about five seconds oh. ago. I'm very lucky to have a main coon and oh. he's a very big boy, and then I've got two other cats as well. And it was really funny playing stray for the first time, and all of them came over to watch. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. They're like, hey, what Pati- are you doing? <laughs> right? Particularly our little one. He um, He's actually quite addicted to television. Like if he was a child, I'd probably have Child Protective Services called on me for the amount of television that cat watches. So it's very, very funny. So. Oh. One thing I love to ask everybody, if you could go back and give your younger self, say 15-year-old Jen, some advice, what would you tell her knowing what you know now? Ooh, this is a good one.
1: I'd probably tell myself to just to just start, to not be I wasn't necessarily like scared of starting, but just like big dreams are that big and scary if you just like start pursuing them so i i would definitely tell myself to just like go ahead do it it seems crazy it seems huge but like you want to do this like go get it start start doing it now and uh just give myself more more confidence and more permission to do really crazy cool things like becoming a surface pattern designer
0: so yeah right. i think that would be
1: it yeah
0: And what kind of thing, what did you think you were going to be when you grew up? I love (laughs) that. When we grow up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, it was kind
1: of funny because when I was 15, I started my first real business, which was, uh, you'd probably kind of think this is cool, but it was like a swimsuit business. So I did a lot of sewing and I was 15, which was kind of cool because it helped me really get more responsible really fast. So I was like dealing with customers and um, shipping orders and you know, all that kind of stuff that has to come with uh, a sewing business. And so I wasn't really in the sketching digital art mindset. But that's also when I did start um, entering little art competitions with my horrible little sketches, my pencil sketches. Um, so I guess, I guess I didn't have more artistic dreams until later on. Um, but yeah, so I've always been creative. It's oh, creative juices just run through me. <laughs>
0: well, it sounds like you've got a pretty creative job with what you're doing as well right now. So I guess that creativity is sort of kept up with your life, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, And how... So tell us a little bit more about house flipping. How did you get into that with your husband? <laughs> well, uh, so we got married in
1: 2000. Oh, I don't remember, but it was seven years ago. <laughs> so um, when we got married, we he started working for um, a contractor and then I was still doing my sewing business. And then one day we had the opportunity to start working with his dad. And so we're like, Hey, that's cool. Like, let's work together (laughs) doing construction. And so I'd already kind of had some uh, construction background. Like I'd helped my dad a lot. So I knew how to use tools and stuff. And uh, we just started doing that for years. And honestly, it's just grown into a big family business. So it's actually a really great job for us. it is pretty stressful on it can be very mentally stressful, but it's also stressful on, you know, your my I have bad wrists, so my knees, my wrists, um and sometimes, you know, the homeowners can be either very frustrating or kinda nasty. But all in all it is a job we are super blessed to to have. Um and we get along really well, my husband and I, which is really nice. So we don't have any part problems is. working together. <laughs> I know, it's such a blessing. <laughs> so, yeah, we just do a lot of, um, like, kind of more upscale uh, renovations, which is kind of fun. So I do, like, a lot of backsplashes, like I was saying. It's That's kind of, like, the more artsy part, which is kind of nice. Um, like, a lot of precision detail we get to put into our work which which is pretty cool to when it's all finished just to look and be like wow like we did a good job like this looks really good so even though <laughs> we really don't like the job we are blessed to have a pretty good job so but I want to become a, surface have pattern a designer so <laughs> do you
0: have a website for your business with your husband um it's we
1: work for his dad, so it's Next Element Homes. Um, you can find us there. We have some some cool pictures of our work on there. But, yeah, it's just a family business. But it's more his dad runs everything. So, yeah.
0: Next hey, Element you know Homes. what? I'd love... Definitely will share that in the link below because I would love to check out some of what you guys have done as well. I oh. kind of wanted to be an interior designer for a little while and did a few courses and then went, ah, oh, it kind of sucks in Australia. We're very <laughs> unlucky in Australia that... I shouldn't say that. Australia is very small <laughs> population wise. <laughs> Surface wise, like it, it's a huge country. Um, it's actually almost the same size as the US, which a lot of people don't realize. Like it's, it's, it's huge. Like to drive across Australia takes about five days. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, it's, One of those things that, unfortunately, because our population's only about 25 million, everybody Mm. lives sort of in these little tiny pockets around the place. And there's only a few interior design firms across the whole country. And there's a little bit of a culture of there's these companies do interior design and new people coming into the industry aren't really welcomed so unless you can sort of get your foot in the door with one of those big companies the chances of you actually being successful in interior design is quite tough and the amount of people in the population who can afford interior designers is also very very small so yeah, it's definitely something that I was like, ah, this would be really great to do if I lived in Europe or the US or something Aww. like that, where there's <laughs> a lot more population. But I live in Australia. I love living here. I have lived overseas. And I just always come back. So I figure I want to do something that I can do here. And there yeah, you go. it is so what it is, far, right? Can, now you can become a surface pattern designer. <laughs> exactly. So how <laughs> did you find yourself wanting to do surface pattern design? Bonnie Christine. <laughs> uh,
1: I found something. I don't even remember what it was, but it was something I found of hers. And then I ended up um, taking her free course, the one where, you know, you go through and it's like a... Five day, I don't know. It was quite a few years ago, but I took a course and I, I learned how to you know make a pattern and use Illustrator. And then I took, I went on Creative Live and actually bought her Creative Live course, which is like the more in depth how to use Illustrator. So I learned how to use it really well, actually. And but it's been so long. <laughs> when I go back to use Illustrator, I've I've forgotten quite a few things. So I'm very glad to be taking immersion, <laughs> but yeah, I it was all all thanks to Bonnie, and um, it was just a few years ago, and I was like, this is really really cool, and my brain just started exploding, and I was like going to the store buying flowers and scrounging all the all the pretty leaves and everything from from uh, New Hampshire, just taking pictures, and it was really cool because it was about three years ago. And I was just so excited. And I, and I sat down with my husband and I was like, babe, like maybe we should do something different because we were doing um, construction at this time too, but it was, we were doing a lot of flooring. So our wrists and our knees were just really hurting and we're like, yeah, let's do this. Like, let's have you become a surface pattern designer. And I started to pursue it. I, I, I started an Instagram account. I started posting a lot and started building some really cool patterns, which I look back on and I'm like, oh, (laughs) those are interesting. (laughs) But at the time, I thought they were beautiful. And slowly over the next two years, it just that dream kind of like faded. And I guess real life crowded back in and I didn't push it out and I didn't. I didn't keep that dream alive. And I just kind of let it die. And I don't even know how or why, but it just, I stopped, I stopped doing patterns. And thankfully, I think, what was it? It was only like three weeks ago, Bonnie did the, um, the little five day course or the, the week course, um, her free course. And so I hopped back into there and I was like, Ooh, kind of want to try this again and ah she got my creative juices flowing and now I I hit the button on immersion her paid course and finally yeah yeah we're in like I am going to do this and I am so excited to become a surface pattern designer (laughs) yay so excited
0: (laughs) And I think the sentiment of everyone I've spoken to is just there's so much excitement. Everybody just can't wait to get going, right? Yes,
1: I. um, So Bonnie Christine, for those of you don't who don't know, um, she has her course immersion, and when you buy the course, she sends you a box full of goodies to go along with the course. And I just got and opened my box in the mail. (laughs) It was just. Oh, I don't have mine yet. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: No, no, it's okay.
1: Beautiful things. And she does such a good job of just creating that hope inside of you. Like, yeah, I can do this. Like, ah, she's like the best motivational (laughs) lady
0: right it's so amazing to be doing a course with somebody who just instills such positivity and belief in the whole community because I think even though everybody is like oh I wonder if I can do this and everyone's a little bit nervous Mm -hmm. at the same time we're all just there pumping each other up and it's such an unusual experience because I mean think back to high school days. Nobody (laughs) was like that in high school, right? Like everyone was just, you know, the last sort of experience, even university. So in Australia, it's university as opposed to college. And university and college are all sort of just rolled into university for us. And even university, it can be quite competitive and... Mm. I love that there's this whole fostering of culture of this is not a competition this is a community and there is space for everybody there is room for everybody we all have a different voice and all of them deserve to be heard and I just love that like it just it makes me feel even more inspired and creative to want to just go for it
1: Exactly. Everybody, you know, you before you buy a big course like this, you know, you see the reviews and I kept seeing all the reviews about, oh, the community is everything and everybody's so encouraging. But and, and you know, you hear that and you're like, sure, I'm, I'm sure it is. But oh, my goodness, the moment you click yeah. purchase and then the moment you are immersed in this, it's like, oh, I get it. like they're serious. Like, like Bonnie Christine's community has been incredible. You, like the ladies are so sweet. It's, it's amazing. It's so fun. Like meeting you
0: and meeting all the other ladies. It's just, it's incredible. And it's so fun. Right. And it, it's amazing. Like we never would have met if it wasn't for immersion right. and it's The people that it's just bringing together and, yeah, like I don't know if you've listened to the previous episode, but I interviewed uh, Susan from Susan Felicity Design. I actually met her through my other job and it's amazing that the two of us cross paths. She lives on the other side of the country, (laughs) you know, like it's like for me, um, you know, it'd be like me living in New York and her living in LA. So Mm. we, there's no way our paths ever would have crossed normally. And the fact that we happened to meet each other when she did immersion last year and I'm doing immersion this year and how incredibly encouraging she's been as well. Like that, that culture doesn't seem to die after the end of the course, like it Mm. all kind of stays there. And I think just that, bubbling positivity that we're all being given it's it just spills mm-hmm. over and you just want to keep it going and it's infectious so i'm absolutely loving it and i guess me too <laughs> from you mentioned before <laughs> your husband mm-hmm. as well is he also doing immersion or is he also doing surface pattern design he isn't but we kind of
1: want to do it together in a way, like he doesn't necessarily want to become a surface pattern designer, but he's sitting here with me opening up my box. Um, He's watching the videos with me. Uh, He's my biggest cheerleader. He's the sweetest guy. ever. (laughs) So I, he, we've actually been talking about since we work really well together. um, We would like this to become, you know, slowly, slowly become uh, our, our source of income. And we would like to be able to quit construction together, and um, maybe have him work with me in different areas. Like maybe he can help me, you know, contact companies and do research and uh, you know, account accounting things. So yeah, that we that's kind of like our plan right now is uh, as quickly as it ends up happening, just slowly fade out the construction
0: and bring in the art. <laughs> So would you say then that that's your big why for yourself and your husband? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: My why is seeing him every day. He's, he's one of the strongest guys I know mentally and physically and seeing him work. Oops. <laughs> my, my keeps one up. Seeing him having to do work that he doesn't enjoy doing. He's also super creative. And then you know, knowing it's so stressful and bad for our bodies, because, you know, we're breathing in a lot of chemicals and dust and tearing down moldy walls that are filled with, you know, mouse poop and and, and the emotional like stress it puts on you dealing with that kind of stuff every day. That's that's our big why. So we want to become healthier. We want to have uh, financial and location freedom, too. Uh, We have quite a bit of debt right now. Um, We have a camper. We have a nice vehicle. And we just want to be able to live where we want to (laughs) live, not have somebody telling us what to do every day for a job. And our family is also a big why. Our families have gone through some pretty crazy stuff um, this past few years. And... It's hard to be there for them when you have a full-time job because you, you know, you're like, I'm sorry, I have to work today. And we just want to, we want to be there more. We want to be able to be with his family in Florida, but then come visit my family in New Hampshire and just whenever we want. So freedom is, is our big why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And do you think there's anything about yourself as a person so gender, race, disability, neurodiversity anything like that that makes it more challenging for you to be a creative professionally
1: um I think I'm actually really blessed uh, with you know i'm a I'm a white girl living in in America and i I'm extremely blessed um Cause I don't, I don't have to struggle with a lot of the things that a lot of the other people struggle with. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's getting better throughout the years, but still I, I'm very blessed. I think the only thing maybe I do struggle with is things I, (laughs) I put on myself. Um, You know, lots of times I'd be like, I can't decide, like, you know, I want to do all the things I want to do an art podcast. I want to do an art YouTube channel and I want my Instagram to be perfect. And, you know, I want to do all the creative things. I have so many ideas. So I would say that's myself is probably just the only limit, but I've, I've been very blessed.
0: Narrowing it all down to one thing you want to do, hey? <laughs> oh, yes. It's so it's- hard. <laughs> it is really really hard to do like when you do have so many ideas just to narrow it down to here's what I can actually manage (laughs) (laughs) and here's the things that I can do in future and yeah I think that is probably the biggest challenge for me as well, is narrowing down to, like, what can I manage to do right now and how can I spread this out to do all the things I want to do and have the patience to actually do those things in order. So Mm, And do it well. So you need to be able to, whatever you're going to
1: choose to do, I want to be able to do it well so I don't want to be spread too thin too.
0: (laughs) Exactly. exactly. And look, thanks for diving so deep as well. That's like, it's so tough to hear when you've gone through obviously so much with your family family over the last couple of years. Like it's I think it says a lot for your bravery to just go, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to jump in and make this happen for me and my family. And I really, I get that why, because I think one of my big whys is my husband. You know, he's a really incredible person, as much as uh, (laughs) sometimes he walks around the house inappropriately (laughs) clothed, especially (laughs) when there's a video going. He, um, he's just so my husband is autistic and has adhd and it's not a friendly world for people who are neurodiverse you know and especially in australia where there's so little, you know, there's so little research, there's so little help available. And I'm so blessed to live here. But just, I mean, the, the reality is that we don't have a lot of access to specialists in Australia who deal with mm. adults with neurodiversity. So for him, he's in a situation where a lot of the time, the workplaces that he's going to, now mind you, he's extremely intelligent. He has a double degree in both mechanical and electrical engineering, is studying part-time to be a biomedical engineer, Mm. and so there's nothing wrong with his brain, but a lot of workplaces treat him like a child because they're like, oh, you have autism, so clearly we just need to treat you like a child. Mm. And I don't want him to have to be in a workplace where people don't understand that, He's just a normal adult like the rest of us. He's just a little more socially awkward, you know, (laughs) like he might miss that social cue, but he could tell Mm -hmm. you all about, you know, physics and so many different things, like he's way beyond intelligent. Like I, I always said I would never marry someone who wasn't more intelligent than I am. And I like to think I'm a reasonably intelligent person. And he just blows my socks off with the, the stuff that he comes out with, you know, Aww. so... <laughs> It's awesome to have that kind of why behind you of these are the things that matter to me and I can actually make a difference with the things that I can do to the people that I love,
1: right? Exactly. It's when you do something like that for for your other people, it's just it's the biggest, it's the biggest, awesomest thing
0: you can do. Yeah. Right. So I guess that brings me to the question is, are there any questions you have about me? Ooh, I, I've, I've been curious, like what you do for hobbies. Like what are your,
1: I know, I know, you know, you do want to draw and stuff like that, but like, what are your other hobbies? Like, what do you like to do for fun? <laughs>
0: So just between you and I, I've only been drawing for about three months. So <gasps> I I would have said to you uh, in January this year, if you asked if I could draw, I would say, yes, I can draw stick figures beautifully. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, um, yeah, I apparently, actually, I can draw. It's just that I needed to practice more. Um, yeah. And, I mean, until two weeks ago, I'd never picked up a paintbrush to do watercolour painting ever. So, apparently, I can do that <laughs> as well. That's so cool. <laughs> but, yeah, um, So hobbies, in terms of craft hobbies, I sew. I used to make – so I put myself through university. I've actually got a law degree. Um, I put myself through university making wedding dresses and corsetry. And – i have a giant cameo silhouette in the other room one of the really big wide ones so i make a lot of vinyl designs and things the latest one i made which i'm super (laughs) excited to take photos of um some friends of mine asked me to make a cherry cherry blossom branch for the side of their car so i've cut out the branch in silver and all the flowers in two different shades of pink so as soon as that's done i will flick some photos (laughs) through Um, What else? I crochet. I make paper flowers. So I made all of the flowers for my wedding. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's very fun. I'll I'll post some photos of it so everyone can see. (laughs) And I help run a non-for-profit that does board game events for people all across Victoria. So, yeah, I'm a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really big nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, it's, it's really fun, and I guess my other – what you guys can't see uh, listening over audio is that behind me is an incredibly messy, very well-stocked craft room, but my dining room has a six-metre-long wall, which is just entirely shelves stocked with board games. Oh. So we have over <laughs> 250 different board games. Um, and yeah, my husband and I once a month run a board game group at our local community center where we take our games with us for other people to play. And it's really amazing watching people come out of the community who didn't have that space for them to feel safe. And we, we seem to attract a lot of people who are neurodiverse and suffer from other disabilities, or I shouldn't say suffer, who have other disabilities and, don't really have much of a social outlet or feel awkward, you know, trying to make friends with people. So offering them a, here are some board games you can play. Board games are the most amazing social tool for anybody to get to know anyone else because it just levels the playing field. Everyone can participate, whether you're five or 95, like it's, It's so, I mean, I keep doing it because I just love seeing all the different people come together and forming these bonds. And I had somebody come up to me at the last session and say, thank you so much for running this. We've been doing it for about 12 months now. And she just said to me, look, thank you so much, because without this group i never would have met half the people here and i was so lonely because i moved to this area in the middle of the pandemic and i didn't know anybody and because i didn't know anybody i've been really lonely for the last two years and because of you I am in a much better mental place, and I've even been able to stop seeing my psychologist because I was having suicidal thoughts, and like oh this really turned my life around. And I burst into tears. I was like, "Holy oh. crap!" Like it's sometimes we just don't realise the things that we're doing, how much they affect the other people in our lives. So I guess that's a bit of a longer answer than I was meaning no, that's to give, amazing. but um. <laughs> yeah it just it it was amazing to me as well that like such something that i thought was such a small like hey this is just really fun for me had such a massive impact on her life and it really spurred me on to be like we need to keep doing this like we really genuinely need to keep this group going we need to offer this space to people and yeah i love it it's it's so great just that watching is, it all happen, I guess. That is so
1: cool. <laughs> it's it's really funny it's that so you fun. say that you're a nerd and you love all the games because <laughs> I've been really scared with immersion to be like, hey, I'm I'm a big gamer. I love D&D and I love video games because in a way, I didn't think that sounded very professional. <laughs> but oh. <laughs> the more and more I, I keep kind of like letting that out, I'll get comments back like, oh, I play Horizon 2, I'm on the second game. And now I'm finding out that you love board games that have 250 of them. And these other ladies are like, oh, I love world building too. And it's just like, oh my goodness, like, I was so scared to admit that I'm a gamer girl. And I shouldn't have been <laughs> because it's so fun you when you just are more true to yourself you'll you'll find more people who are exactly like you and you get to hear their stories and relate so much more so I am
0: I mean I love you even more now this is so cool <laughs> you have an even deeper <laughs> connection point <laughs> right it's amazing like I think there's a lot of crossover between people who are gamers and people who are creatives because especially with things like tabletop role playing like D&D and I actually got into gaming playing Vampire the Masquerade when I was much much younger and I actually turning 40 this year I'm very yeah, oh, no <laughs> I way. get that look <laughs> <laughs> the I know, sitting here with my cat ear headphones what? and... Uh... Yeah, no, I'm a very big kid at heart and I think uh, the best skin care routine I can recommend is not having children. Because... <laughs> that sounds awful. Have children if you want to have children, please. Oh. But yeah, no, I'm very lucky to be an aunt to a lot of beautiful children and get to give them back at the end of the day, which makes me extremely happy. <laughs> but. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of crossover with nerds and creativity. So it sort of surprises me in some ways and in other ways I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because we also have a craft in at, at my house once a month and almost every person that comes, I've actually met through gaming. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, oh. it's... It's really – it's beautiful to see those two communities cross as well and I'm really glad that as nerds we're able to start letting our nerds shine a little more and I, at some point in the future want to design a collection based around nerdy girls and the things that we love and, you know, (laughs) make make a fabric that's got, like, pretty pink game controllers and, you know, absolutely (laughs) do it. (laughs) it'd be so much fun look it's been absolutely wonderful chatting with you jen i'm so glad we got to know each other a little better and yeah are there any social media things you want to plug for us uh sure i'll just my website
1: uh jennifer johnston that's my website probably be changed in the future but i got a couple cool patterns on there right now and then my instagram Um, It's a brand new Instagram. I started over so I could just have a fresh start. (laughs) So um, it's Jennifer Johnston Design. So you can find me there.
0: (laughs) And we'll link all of that below as well. And thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to us today, it's been an absolute blast chatting with you. If you have any questions for either myself, me, Jen, Jen Flores, or Jen Jennifer Johnston, please contact us. We'll leave all of our contact information below. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.